The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Yeah, don't it sound so epic? Horns are screaming, I ain't the one you want to mess with. Use a joke, I ain't the one you want to jest with. The battle's coming, you only got a few seconds to run. Hello Bengals fans, my name is Matt Minnick. Welcome to part two of this week's podcast. Glad he came back. We now return to part two, already in progress. Let's talk about the offensive line in this game. Look, I would have been a Jackson Carmen supporter. I was saying it before the year. I was like, he's going to get better. They're going to work with him. Trust it. You know, trust it. Let it go. Volson came in, beat him out. And I think I, I moved on with my life. I don't know about y'all. I moved on with my life. Um, I, I took the L. I accepted the L graciously. Uh, that, that was not the case. And um, look, Carmen came in uh, at tackle somewhat unexpectedly and played pretty well uh, against the Ravens. I think they really limited what they were doing against the Ravens uh, in order to protect him uh, and to protect their lead. But he played pretty well in that game. Um, again, I have faith in this coaching staff, and I trust that, hey, they got Prince right there. And we know what the worst-case scenario with Prince is, and it got him to the Super Bowl before. Uh, so the fact that they were going with Prince, they went with Prince, they went with identity over Prince, that tells you something. And they, again, have another opportunity here. And they go with Jackson Carmen. Um, so, again, believe, baby. Let's see how it goes. I ain't there every day. They are. Uh, none of us have seen Jackson Carmen in a long time outside of playing some tight ends. So, um, so hey, let's see what happens. And, look, he played very well. Um, I thought the offensive line overall played really well. Um, I do think... What the scouting report, is, report has been on him from me and others um, is, is still true. I think he's going to have some problems with speed. His, his feet looked a thousand times better than they did even last week. He did not look as stiff. He didn't look like he was standing straight up like he did last week. Um, I had a lot of concerns about, uh, you know, even his physical fitness uh, after that Ravens game, uh, you know, getting into his stance and stuff. He looked a lot better. He looked a lot more smooth, natural in his movements. Um, which I say with a grain of salt because I, I hate saying his natural position is the tackle because nobody's natural position is anything. Um, just one of those annoying turns of phrases to me. 
Um, but hey, he's got more experience in that spot. He's played in that spot before. He's definitely he's definitely comfortable there. Um, and he did a pretty good job with it. Now, let's tap the brakes on the better than Jonas stuff. We have a very small sample size. We do not have a lot of five-step, seven-step, big-time play-action type drops from him where he was really having to protect for a long time. Um, like, we don't have all the data on this. Having said that, I feel much better about that draft pick. Um, I feel like there's there's a role for Jackson Carmen. I feel like he's a good player, maybe maybe a good starter for them. But let's not uh, let's not trade Jonah uh, and play Al Collins right now, uh, because I think both those guys gave up some pressure. Uh, the pocket the pocket got folded up, right? Like pockets do uh, in that game a number of times. And I thought they did a good job on the interior of the line, which allowed uh, Joe Burrow to be able to step up, make plays uh, in that sense. That could be a different story next week with Chris Jones. Uh, so let's not crown him, all right? Let's not get too excited about those guys right now because there's a new challenge coming uh, and you know potentially more pressure coming from the interior. I think that's that's the key factor to, to keep an eye out here, all right, uh, is that interior pressure um, playing a part and making those guys on the outside look bad. Also, like Jackson Carmen threw a defender into uh, – Joe Burrow's legs at one point, and trust me, y'all were very close to hating him there. I mean, like that could have gotten, that could have been really bad, and everyone would have forgotten about all of the positive things he did previous uh, to that, if um, if that hadn't panned out and, uh, and and Joe hadn't walked that one off. So, whew. anyway, uh, so we're moving on from that. But hey, those guys stepped up, admirable job, but definitely want to get Jonah and and Kappa back, um, you know the sooner the better for those guys um it, it's gonna it's gonna pay dividends they're gonna need those guys we're gonna get those guys back in the field so let's talk about a couple other teams right now and, and i want to talk about this this concept that i think it was the last time we were playing the chiefs like they made some mistakes and there are people tweeting to people oh man you can't do that and beat the chiefs oh you can't do this yeah they can all right and here's why they are really good like they are a really good football team they are one of the best football teams in the nfl you know, they, they, right now it looks like they're one of the best four, right? They're right in there. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're one of the last four surviving. They're one of the last two surviving last year. They're one of the best teams in the NFL. They can screw up and beat really, really good football teams because they are a Super Bowl ca- uh, caliber football team as well, and they are better than they were last year, right? And last year they were a play away. So let's move past that narrative. They are not the underdogs. The Jacksonville Jaguars, I predicted to beat the Chiefs. They messed it up. <laughs> like, they, they had a couple turnovers late that game, and they and they and they couldn't do it. They were close. They could have done it, but they are not a good enough football team yet to be able to overcome that. They are not one of the best teams, but they are a team that can be a dog. They can beat somebody that they shouldn't beat. And I'm not saying the Chargers are a team they shouldn't beat because I don't know the Chargers are that good either, right? But that's how they need to play. The Bengals are not the underdog. We just, we just stop thinking of them the way, stop treating them like the underdog. They are not the underdogs. They're the world beaters. They should be the favorite team. Um, you don't have to play like that. Like, you can play good, sound football, right? And if you make some mistakes, you know you can stand up and you can do it. Last year, they didn't have that. I, I mean, honestly, I mean, outside of getting a, you know, chucking the ball deep to uh, 
to chase and dig yourself out of a hole, like they were consistently able to make up for mistakes. Uh, this year, they're those dudes. Like they, they just are. And that's how we got to treat them. So that's one comment there. And then another football team I want to talk about uh, quickly here before we, uh, before we end this is this is an all-time lengthy podcast for me. I don't know. I might turn it into two. We'll see. But anyway, um, let's talk about the New England Patriots. Not these Patriots, the old Patriots. Look, I live in Rhode Island. I lived in Massachusetts for a number of years. Um, you know, work is work took me in this direction, and and life kept me here. Um, but I watch the Patriots a lot, um, and I am a distant distant cousin on the Belichick coaching tree. Uh, meaning, I have no connection to Belichick or anybody you ever heard of, but I'm connected to people who are distantly connected to them. Uh, so a lot of my coaching philosophy comes from the same viewpoint, but not the same, you know, not, 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 not the dude, not the guy himself. Having said that, I always loved watching the Patriots, all right? And they're on TV, they're on TV on the time here. They're still on TV all the time here. But I love watching the Patriots because I felt like you could always figure out what they were trying to do, all right, back in the day. You could figure out, like, you had to watch it for, you know, you watch it for a little bit and like, oh, they want to take this guy away. Oh, okay. They're running the clock because they don't, they want, they don't want Mahomes to get them any opportunities. Uh, oh, hey, they're, you know, they're, they're using the run game here, um, you know, be, because they know it's setting up a vulnerability in the play action pass. Like, you can, you can figure it out. And, and defensively, too. All right. Like, oh, hey, Akib Talib is beating the crap out of that, that guy and he's getting penalties, but, the penalties are going to work out in the end because look at that receiver. Look at how he's reacting. He's mentally not in the game anymore. And when it's an important third down, he's going to drop the ball. He's not going to be thinking about anything. He's going to be thinking about he's going to be thinking about Talib, not about making that play. You like you you can see those things like a, a, as you watch the Patriots. So what I really was driving me crazy, that like just out of my world, excited about with the Bengals is that they're kind of at that point where you can see it. Like you can, like not every game plan is the same. You know, not the plan for being every team is the same, but you can you can see you're like, oh, they're just they don't they don't give a crap if this team runs the ball. They're just trying to take this this way. Oh man, they don't they don't care. Um, you know, they're, they're not even trying to get the deep ball. They just want to get the ball into into Chase's hands and Mixon's hands, and they just want to rack it. Like that's all they care about in this game. So like you can see those things. I mean, and, and it's uh, maybe I'm a, I'm a football nerd here. I am a football nerd, but. Like it, like, it makes it even more fun. Like, when you're watching these games and you can just, like, you can see it coming. You're like, yep, that's what that is. Oh, that's what they're doing there. Yep, this is what this is what they're trying to get them. Um, and, it, and it's so much fun. And you're going to see, like, the Ravens game could have been different. They could have put up a bunch of points and done things differently probably, right? And, and honestly, I think they would have they would have had some shots and they would have put that thing away sooner if Jonah doesn't go down. And they weren't trying to kind of survive Carmen before they could come up with a, re- with a real longer-term plan for having Jackson Carmen in there uh, at that left tackle position. So, um, but, but yeah, you know, you look at that Ravens game and, and certain uh, people couldn't be- believe, I playfully... Uh, mispronounced the word believe, believe that um, that the Bengals were good after watching that game, and guess what they are, like, because it, they just did what they had to do in that game, they weren't trying to be pretty, you know, um, 
they were they were doing what they had to do. Obviously, the defense stepped up and that helped out. Um, but they did, they did what they had to do. And and I think that's that's what you see in, in this game, and it's going to be a completely different game heading to uh, Kansas City next week. Um, different weather conditions, different quarterback, different defense, and you know a different guy on the other sideline. And, and you might see a completely different team. You might see a completely different mindset, a completely different strategy. And that's what I love about this team. They have the flexibility to do stuff. They don't get caught up in their own heads about, well, well this is where we do things here. This is what we have to do. This is how you beat the Chiefs. This is how you win a football game. All right, this is Bengals football. Hell no. They're just trying to set themselves up and do what they got to do to win that damn game. They come up with whatever strategy, whatever they need to do to win that game. You know, looking at each thing as an individual. And... Man, does it make it fun. Like, to just uh, sit there and say, what are they trying to do? Where's the, what's the goal here? What's the point of all this? Ah, oh, man, I love it. So, um, anyway, I'm rambling now. I'll probably turn this into two podcasts. Who wants to listen to me for 20 minutes? But um, that is all for today. Keep, keep your eyes out, all right? Keep your eyes peeled <laughs> for, uh, for more stuff coming here uh as we as we move forward uh content coming out cincy jungle i'm gonna have a uh an article coming out soon talking about some of that two-back stuff some of the fun stuff they did with that that was a nice little wrinkle they put in specifically for this game uh they knew they could take advantage of the bills and that and it worked out for them i am going to probably at some point put out some little twitter videos too i got that that, that new app it's helped me do that it's been a uh, very real uh real life saver for me doing some cool things maybe i'll do one of those uh you know minic walking things uh, my, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh you know just doing everyday things we're talking a little ball uh ex- xl on the go baby so uh we'll see but keep keep it uh, peeled to the twitter and everything that uh that you're gonna need on there and here we go baby we got another week we got another day who day yeah, we come-